go. First Kings 18, 29, and 30. The word of the Lord says, And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken. The word of the Lord is blessed. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Would you speak a word of wisdom? Speak a word of power. Speak a word of healing. Speak a word of deliverance to the person that's next to you and tell them these words. Rebuild the altar and God will send the fire. Rebuild the altar and God will send the fire. Three years of famine had overswept Samaria. And here in this pivotal chapter, didn't even realize it when the Lord directed me to it. But we are in 2018. In this chapter 18, things were about to shift. God tells Elijah to go see Ahab, the king. Ahab was about one of eight of the evil kings in Israel, the northern kingdom. It was at this time that the kingdom was divided, the northern and the southern kingdom for our Bible students. And here God was about to end the famine and respond by sending rain. The prerequisites are to be unfolded, but the details that serve as the preface are important to note. Ahab and Obadiah, Obadiah the governor, are in dialogue, and Ahab's order and instruction to Obadiah is that they go forth to find grass to save the horses and the mules. Strange that the king's focus would be on the animals and not the people, but it was reflective of the evil nature of King Ahab. Ahab is also more prominently known not only for his malicious actions, but because of the association that he made in the wife of his choosing by the name of Jezebel. Many of you know the notorious Jezebel, the Jezebel spirit, the controlling, manipulative, undermining, demonically imposed upon spirit of this woman. How much of an insult that it was that she was connected to the leader of the people of God. But make no mistake about it, those that you are connected to will affect your ability to do what God tells you to do. Her influence added insult to injury as Ahab was so distorted in his thinking. It comes out in the beginning of this chapter how that his focus is on saving animals instead of saving souls. Ahab goes out, and as he goes out, Obadiah goes in another direction. And as they encompass the land, 
Bible lets us to know that Obadiah comes upon Elijah with a J and he meets him and Elijah is immediately recognized by Obadiah and Obadiah is fearful of this meeting because Obadiah knows that Ahab has been looking for Elijah and Elijah has the nerve to go tell Obadiah to come and let let Ahab know that I'm here. Uh, Obadiah fearfully responds, why do you hate me so much, Elisha, that you would allow me to go or ask me to go to King Ahab to only have him come here to find you, to only find that God has whisked you away and that now when he gets here and doesn't find you, my life would be at stake. But Elijah understands that at this turning point, there is no need to fear what Ahab will do. Uh, turn to somebody and tell them, don't be afraid. This is your transition. Uh, as Elijah speaks to Obadiah and sends him away, uh, Ahab comes to find Elijah. And the Bible tells us uh, that Ahab's response upon meeting Elijah is to call him out uh, and ask him, are you the one that troubleth Israel? Uh, Elijah automatically responds prophetically and in truth and declares that no I'm not the trouble in Israel you are it's interesting how some people would like to defer responsibility and if it came down to receiving notoriety we would all line up and say yes how great I am but when it comes down to receiving responsibility for something that went awry only a true man will stand up and say it is my fault. Uh, Only a true woman would stand up and say yes I'm responsible. Uh, But Ahab sought to displace it very much like uh, Adam and Eve did in the garden. That spirit uh, of denial was instituted in Genesis uh, when God held Adam and Eve accountable for operating with the knowledge he gave them. God is not going to hold you responsible for what you don't know but best assure my friend if God gave you a word he's going to hold you to it in the same spirit he says to us bring back to my remembrance those things that I have shared with you God doesn't mind us saying Lord you promised to heal my body You promised to make a way out of no way. You promised to deliver my family from drug abuse. You promised to break a generational curse. God said, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. John told us in his epistle, this is the confidence. I wish I had a few people with some confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his word he heareth us and if we know that he hears us somebody high five tell him we got the petition Lord have mercy I wonder if I got a people in here that believe that God is still at work he was working yesterday he's working right now He's going to work in this week. And I'm here to tell some young people, you better get your books ready. You better get your notebook ready. Get your tablet ready. They may have written you off, but there's a GPA with your name on it. And I dare you to open up your mouth and declare it's mine. Woo! Ahab tried to put the blame on Elijah. Uh, Elijah tells Ahab, uh, okay, well, uh, it's time for us to come. 
to a place of decision. It's time for us to come to a place where things change. He tells Ahab to call all the people of Israel to Mount Carmel. And because Ahab has allowed the infiltration of demonic influences under the auspices of Jezebel, Elisha is careful to say, bring everybody to the mountain. Bring those 450 prophets of Baal. Bring them. Bring those 400 prophets of the grove. Bring them. Because what's about to go down is what God's about to show out. And I don't want nobody left out. Don't you be afraid of the enemy. Don't you be afraid of what he says. No, though he comes in like a flood, I hear the word declare that the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standing before him. I want to know if I got anybody here that knows that there's still power in the name of Jesus. Oh, praise the name of God. Ahab follows the prophetic instruction and assembles the people of Israel at Mount Carmel and the 400 prophets of the grove and the 400 prophets of Baal are assembled as well. And I want you to understand that what needed to take place was the elimination of the distraction. Oh, praise the name of God. Some of you are distracted by what's in your circles. Some of you are distracted by whom you are associating with. Some of you have got distractions in your cell phones right now. Distractions that need to be deleted. Distractions that need to be removed. Distractions that need to be eliminated out of your life. I hear the word of God speaking unto God's people. Follow peace with all men. Holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. I know we like to shout and dance. And we got a reason to give God praise. But righteousness exalts a nation. And sin is a reproach to any people. I know y'all still believe here that there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. I know that y'all believe that holiness is still right. I wish I had a witness in here. One God in us all, through us all, and above us all. Dare I extend it to one husband, one wife, and no sweethearts on the side. I wish I had a witness in here. I will remember that God is a holy God. And while today's society is attempting to give out a get out of jail free card to let folks do what they want to do, holiness is still right. God's word is still right. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. As the water runs freely, as the word has gone forth, I hear the prophet saying, my word shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish that which I please. It will prosper. It will prosper. It will prosper. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be planted 
like a tree by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Your leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever you doeth, tell somebody, do something so God can bless you. Whatsoever you do, tell him, do something. Shake yourself. Shake your sanctified self. Shake your Holy Ghost self. And do something. Because whatsoever you do, in the name of the Lord, it shall prosper. There's prosperity right there. I see prosperity over here. You afraid to be prosperous? The devil is a liar. I wish I could get 10 of y'all to jump up and say, it's on me, it's on me, it's on me. Hallelujah. I need a few troublemakers in here. I know that the devil wants you to be cool, calm, and collected. But brother and sister, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me my soul cries out hallelujah I want somebody over here to believe that God's about to break through in your life can I get 20 of y'all to jump up and say it's on me I want you to pull it down Somebody ought to pull it. Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. It's time for trouble to break out. The devil is a liar. I shall not die, but I shall live. Tell that demon I'm going to live. I'm going to live. I'm going to live. Tell that devil, my children are blessed. My family is blessed. As for me and my house, we shall. This is a family affair. I said, it's a family affair. Woo! 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 If you sit next to your family member, take them by the hand, tell them it's a family affair. If you got family next to you, I need you to take them out of hair right now. And as you connect, there's going to be a release. As you agree, God's going to manifest. This is a family affair. Yes, it is. You mess with the wrong family today. You mess with the... One can chase a thousand. Two can put ten thousand to a flight. Satan, you mess with the wrong family. We are. We are. We are the family of God. Elijah puts it to him straight. He says, how long shall you be halted between two opinions? He said, how long are you going to be stuck where you at? That word halted was deliberately placed there. He didn't say, how long are you going to be between? He said, how long are you going to be stuck where you at? Because a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. Let not that person believe, think that they should receive anything from the Lord. If you're double-minded, my friend, you're stuck. But I believe there's enough Jesus in here to unstuck you right now. There's enough Holy Ghost in here to unstuck you right now. As a matter of fact, I'm praying for you to be unstuck right now. I'm speaking over you right now. I don't care if it's crazy glue. I don't care if it's gorilla glue. I don't care if it ain't no glue that they haven't even made yet. The devil is a liar. Jesus can fix it for you.
Elijah says you stuck. He wasn't talking to sinners. He was talking to the people of God. He said you're stuck. You're stuck. You're going through the motions, but you're stuck. You're giving sacrifices, but you're stuck. You're observing the Levitical ordinances, but you're stuck. You're going through the routine and the route, but you're stuck. You're going to Sunday school, but you're stuck. You're ushering on the board, but you're stuck. You're singing in the choir, but you're stuck. You're ministering behind the pulpit, but you're stuck. My God, ask the person next to you, are you stuck? I ain't come here to judge nobody, but I came here to give you what the Holy Ghost told me to tell you. And I believe that if you rebuild the altar, God will send the fire. We're going to get there in a minute. Hallelujah. But I want you to understand that there are some prerequisites that have to be addressed before we get to the crescendo. There's always some notes and melodies. There's always some chords uh, that have to be played before you get to the climax. Y'all pray with me for a little while. The challenge here was presented by the prophet. And I believe that God has given you instruction. If you ask God to direct you, he's going to direct your path. Don't make no mistake about it. Some people try to get real spooky and real deep and, and, and make you feel you need to go to some prophetic service to hear a voice from God. The devil is a liar. What would we be if we needed to wait for a prophetic service to get a voice and get a word from God? I'm so glad that God is speaking to you right now. Every time you open up the word, God is speaking to you. Every time you get on your knees and pray, and I don't mean just the now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. I mean real pray. Hallelujah. When you pray, God is speaking to you right there. As a matter of fact, you can be driving your car, going down the street, going to school, riding on the bus, and you see a sign, and God will speak to you out of that sign. It don't have nothing to do with book, chapter, or verse, but God can speak to you out of stuff that would blow your mind, and you wouldn't even thinking about it. Here comes God. God told Elijah, this is the plan, and I'm going <clears> to <throat> tell you something real brief. When I was a young kid growing up in Beulah Church on Marcy Avenue, where my pastor is the incredible Apostle Wilbur L. Jones Sr., Shepherd Mother Sandra Jones, the first lady of that great church, I was a young person growing up in the church, much like a lot of you young people here. I was around 12 years old, and I was looking at the girls in the church. I was, Courtney. I was looking at the girls. Thank God I wasn't looking at the boys. I, I just want to say that. I just want to, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to make it clear. I don't mean no joke behind that either. I don't mean no joke. That ain't no joke. Bishop R.C. Lawson preached a message in his day about them sodomites. He said, the thing is in town. And it's got to go. I don't even know if some of y'all old enough to know who R.C. Lawson is. But if you don't know, you better know who that man is. We in the centennial celebration season recognizing a hundred years of the church of our Lord Jesus Christ of the Apostolic Faith Incorporated. You ought to give God a hand praise right there. Oh, yes, you should. Yes, you should. He said, the things in town has got to go. When I was growing up in Beulah, looked upon some of the young ladies there, and I didn't want to be, at that time, they used to call it a two-timer. Today, they, they dressed it up a bit, and they called it a player. You're a player now. The devil is a liar. The, 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 the devil is a liar. He will put stuff on it and make it try to look good and sound good and sound cool. And it ain't no coolness to that. It's just sin by another name. Because even the two-timer is playing two people against each other, trying to get both of them to perhaps a compromising position. And then after he's done with it, he's about to go on his business for another conquest. Y'all know I'm, I'm talking the truth. The devil is a liar. I looked upon two young ladies, and I saw both of them. I liked them, and I said, Lord, I need you to show me which one should be my, my girlfriend. And uh, he showed me how to do it. I'll tell you all next time, if I get a chance to come back and talk to the young people, you know, mano a mano, 
then I'll talk to y'all and let y'all know how the Lord did it. But suffice it to say, he didn't just give me a girlfriend. He gave me a fantastic wife. <laughs> Courted for 10 years before we got married. Celebrated 32 years this year. 42 in all. She has not only my heart, but some of y'all might know she's got my kidney. And that's a 17-year-old operation that's still doing fine, I might add. 17 years ago, she got my kidney and no more dialysis because God is at work. Yes, he is. You want to talk about true love, man? I will tell you something about true love. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. Let me get back to Elijah in the mountain. I came off the mountain. Y'all pray for Pastor Michael. The Holy Spirit gave Elisha direction. And this is what we need today. We need to get direction from God. Because we go forth with enthusiasm, with zeal, but we don't get the knowledge and direction of God that we need. There's a lot of folks in church that zealous, but you need to learn how to wait on the Lord and get direction from God. God told Elijah what to do. Y'all know the story. Take a bullock, choose you a bullock. He let them choose theirs first, and they were to cut it up and prepare it, lay it on the wood, put no fire on it, and then call on your gods, and whoever answers by fire, let him be God. He told them to do that. The prophets of Baal got at it, 450 of them. The Bible lets us to know that there were an attempt to be made. And the thing about these prophets of Baal that's very important for us today is that you have to beware of lying spirits. You have to be on the lookout for lying spirits. And even in the midst of miracle signs and wonders, there are such things called lying wonders. And you have to walk in the Holy Ghost so you can be able to tell the difference. Because a lot of times they look very much similar. But the intent and the outcome is significantly different. It's like when you work in finance and you work in the banking industry and you have to learn how to tell the difference between counterfeit and what's real. You don't waste your time focusing on the counterfeit. You invest your time focusing on what's real. So that anything that deviates in any measure from what's real, you know it's a counterfeit. Come on and hear somebody. You, this is why you got to stay in the word. Because the more you stay in the word, if you hear anything that don't sound like the word, it's a counterfeit. It's a counterfeit gospel. There's counterfeit preachers. There's counterfeit first ladies. There's counterfeit ushers. There's counterfeit choir members. There's counterfeit deacons. There's counterfeit churches. You need the Holy Ghost operating in you based upon the word because God's word ain't going to change. He ain't psychotic. He's not going to mess with your mind. Whatever he said yesterday, it works today. Elijah was attempting to put silence to those who were false and lying. And he wasn't afraid to bring them toe-to-toe with a match that was made in heaven. This was a showdown on the mountain. And the Bible says that they went forth preparing their sacrifice. They did everything they could. They called on Baal from the morning until the afternoon. And Elijah began to mock them and say, maybe he's on vacation. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's doing this. Maybe he's doing that. And he said, you know, maybe you need to cry a little louder. And because self-mutilation was a part of their plan and a part of their process, they took out knives and swords and started to cut themselves. Anytime you are mutilating yourself, you are not helping yourself. There's people in the church that are mutilating themselves. There's young people in the church that are cutting themselves and are hurting themselves and are going through the church motion and coming to church, they're sitting with their prayer scarf on. They're sitting with the skirt down covering their knees and they're looking nice on the first Sunday with black and white, but there's brokenness on the inside. There's hurt on the inside. There's pain on the inside. There's, uh, there's mutilation. And sometimes, you know, we got to deal with stuff in the church, y'all, because there's some people, the Catholic church is not the only church with stuff that's, uh, that's not pure that's going on. They may have gotten blown up about it, but we got to be careful about the apostolic church because one of the things that distinguishes us from a lot of these other church organizations is the purity of our, our spirit and the integrity that we have toward the word of God. If we begin to let down on the standard of the, what God's word says, we are in big trouble. We will not survive another hundred years. And 
And so at this time of centennial celebration, please recommit yourself to the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. And by the spirit of discernment, there may be somebody in your row right now that came to church looking for a fix, but the devil is a liar. You're coming to get saved and delivered and set free. You're not going to get a fix today. You're going to get fixed up today. You're not going to walk out of here with the same tears you've been crying before. In the name of Jesus, you're going to cry tears of joy because God is about to step in and bring healing where you really hurt. There's hurt folks up in the church, but the devil is a liar. We're going to come today. I I want you to hear this. Elijah had to deal with these prophets. He had to deal with them because it was too long and they infiltrated the spirit of the people and they caused them to be sidewinders. He caused them to be double-minded. He caused them to even be backslidden in a time when they needed to be stalwart. And so here we go. They get to the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice and then a shift takes place because there's got to come a time in your life, my friend, when you tell the devil enough is enough. I'm not taking your mess anymore. I know that I might be exposing myself by exposing you but if I have to expose me to expose you here I am withholding nothing and all I have is one desire all I have is on the altar and I pray Lord send the fire search me oh Lord and know my heart try me and know my thoughts and if there be any, any wicked way in me, lead me to the way everlasting. Thou wilt show me the path of life in that presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures. Lord, wash me now without and within. Lord, purge with fire if that must be. No matter how, if only sin. If the only way I can expose the mess is to expose me to, so be it. Oh, that's that's tough message. That's a hard word today when we got the church look and we got the church talk and we got the church walk and we got the robes and the vestments and the rings and the crosses and we got it all looking like we got it together but I'm telling you that judgment is coming y'all in August there was so many deaths I lost count look like every time since we got back from the convention every day somebody was posting this one died that one died I think it was at least one a day by the counter Jesus is coming back there were young and old black and white sinner and saint all across the city. I want you to know if you're not ready for Jesus is coming. This is a good day to be in church. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Born of the water. Born of the spirit. You must be born again. Somebody need to be baptized today. Somebody need to get the Holy Ghost today. Yes, this is your day, my friend. Noon came around and Elijah pokes fun at their futility. He mocks them. They cut themselves up. Blood is running everywhere. No response. They call to false gods. No response. Just like trying to reach a false friend in a time of need. It's a terrible thing when you reach for something and the life that it's supposed to have is not there. Your dependence on flesh and blood. Please don't do that because the arm of flesh will fail you. And it's nothing wrong with having friends, but you need to know where your help comes from. I got great friends for decades since a kid being in the church, but I know where my help comes from. 
I got a wonderful family. I like the name Michael. I bear my name, my family name proud. But I know where my help comes from. I come from a wonderful church, Beulah Church on Marshy Avenue. Met my wife there. I love my wife, y'all. But I know where my help comes from. The name of the Lord defend thee. The God of Jacob is his name. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strength out of Zion. Don't you tell me you can't live saved today. The devil is a liar. I don't care how fine she looked. The Holy Ghost is powerful. I don't care how deep a baritone voice he got. He might be a BMW, a black man working. But God is still a keeper. You don't have to give in to your flesh. You're not ruled by your genitals. You're ruled by the Holy Ghost. God is my God. It is he that hath made us. Not we ourselves. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. And bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth. To all generations. The shift came in the story because there's a line that has to be drawn by all of us. Turn the person next to you. You got to draw the line. Mm-hmm. You, there, there, you know, sometimes you want to be patient with folks, but sometimes you just got to draw the line. You, 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 you're praying for people. You hope they get better, but you can't weigh me down. I'm trying to get to heaven. And I, my ticket says admit one. Did, did you hear? My ticket says admit one. I can't give you mine because if I give you mine, then I won't have one. My ticket says admit one. Everybody needs their own ticket. Do you have your ticket? Don't look at me straight. Do you have your ticket? Do you have your ticket? I heard today they said registration is free, but it's mandatory. I heard them say it right here in GRTDC. It's free, but it's mandatory. The shift we we used to sing the song throw out the lifeline someone is drifting drifting away I don't want you to drift but I want you to shift I do need you to shift Elisha shifted it and it was at a pivotal time it was the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice and so Elijah honored that time of the offering and he understood that all that fake stuff need to be replaced with true. The authentic and the real. The Bible lets us to know that he, in this shift, he gathered all the people. So there was a regathering that was done. After the regathering, because this is a move that is so big that it doesn't just include this church. It doesn't just include your family. This shift that's about to take place is global. The kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent taketh it by force. The enemy is trying to do everything he can to water us down, but we cannot be diluted because we are strong in the Lord. 
You cannot dilute this. Back in the day, I may date myself. There was a guy that said, you can't touch this. Some of y'all may remember who that guy is. I ain't going to say because if you know, you know. If you don't know, then Google it. <laughs> Elisha gathered all the people because everybody needed to be attentive to this. And after he gathered the people, the Bible says that he began to rebuild the altar. The altar was a place of sacrifice and worship. And because it was so pivotal to the experience of the people of Israel, they had to take great care to make sure it was right. They could not allow it to be in a broken down state. They could not allow it to be defiled and desecrated. They could not allow it to be just anything thrown together. It's like when we come together for worship. Even if you don't know the song, lift your hands. Even if you don't know the key, lift your voice. The Bible doesn't say make a, you know, make a melodic noise. It said make a joyful noise. If it was melodic, it would have left out about maybe 50% of us. But it didn't say melodic. It didn't say, you know, on key voice. It said make a joyful noise. So if there's anybody here that's got some joy, I need you to make some noise for just a minute right here. My God, I feel... I feel... Lord, have mercy. What was released in GRT? Something is... Something is being released. Well, there's, there's a shift. My God, I feel a chill in my body. That was a point of jumping in. That was a place of jumping in. Why? Because your healing was right there. Your deliverance was right there. Let me give you another chance at it. Make a joyful noise. I've just been transported into Ezekiel 37 and I hear the sound of a resurrected army. I see an army. I see an army. I see an army of young people huh, opening up their mouths for God. Huh. I feel a shift in this place. Huh. I see an army of women. Huh. Blood washed, sanctified. Huh. I see an army of men strong in God covering their family handling their business I see an army Woo! Woo! I see an army I see an army Something just happened in here. Something just happened in here. Something just happened in here, y'all. I know I was talking about Elijah. I know I was talking about kings. But I feel a shift. I feel an Ezekiel shift took place in here just a minute ago. Hallelujah. And I got to go the way the Holy Ghost go. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard this message before. Anybody here can finish it. But I hear in the Holy Spirit. There's a shift in this place. There is an army in here. Let me tell you something. The devil's been telling you what you couldn't do. Where you're inadequate. Where you failed. Where you messed up. Where you cannot get back but the devil is a liar God told Ezekiel Ezekiel asked the question can these bones live and God told him prophesy to the bones Ezekiel didn't know what to answer he said Lord thou knowest he said prophesy to the bones and when he prophesied to the bones there was a movement in the valley the bones came together the sinews came together the muscles came together skin got on him but when he looked down in the valley they were still dead they were together but dead they were whole bodies but dead God told the man of God prophesy to the wind the ruha of God that breath that breath 
breathed into Adam uh, when he was just dust and mud. Uh, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life uh, and Adam became a living soul. Uh, God told Ezekiel, uh, call for the Ruha. Oh, I need somebody to look to the left and say, Lord, come. Look to the right and say, Lord, come. Look behind you and say, Lord, come. Look in front of you and say, Lord, come. Lord, come. Lord, come. Lord, come. And the power of God's spirit got in the valley and there was a moving in the valley and Ezekiel looked again and they stood up a great exceeding army where are my young people here today everybody that's a young person stand up on your feet God is calling you this is your moment this is your hour this is your day. I see an army. Young men. Young women. Young adults. Millennials. The Holy Ghost is saying, call on the Lord and he will answer your prayer. I need a few young people to begin to give God praise right where you are. I feel a shift in here. I got to mess with you because the Holy Ghost told me to do it. I need some young people that's ready for God's more, ready for God's best, ready for God's higher to come down to the altar right now. I know I may be messing with the protocol. I may be messing with the program, but I need to give our young people space. There's a power that's about to be released in your life. I got the Holy Ghost when I was 13 and I'm calling you now. You may be in elementary school. Come. You may be in junior high school. Come. You may be in high school. Come. You may be in college. Come. 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 Come with your hands up. Come with a praise in your mouth. Come with the spirit of expectancy. I see greater on you right now. Come. We've been praying for you. Now it's time for you to get it. We loved on you. Now it's time for you to know it for yourself. I hear the Holy Ghost say, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Young people, the pouring out of the Holy Ghost. I feel Pentecost in GRT. I feel Pentecost, believe it and receive it. Whatever you need, this is your moment. Whatever you need, God's got it for you. I hear the word say, They that seek the Lord shall praise Him. Your heart shall live forever. God shifted me just because of you. God shifted me just because of you. He loves you this much. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I need the pews to bring the fire. I need the pews to bring the fire. Call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. These young people, they're going places from the youngest to the oldest to the most Jesus saves praise him young men praise him young men praise him ask him to give you strength ask him to give you direction ask him to give you courage praise him daughters ask him to guide your feet ask him to keep your heart ask him to secure your emotions We are getting ready to pray. We are getting ready to come down. 
But I hope the pool is ready and the clothes are ready. I tell you, somebody's about to receive a breakthrough. Somebody's about to receive a breakthrough. Somebody's about to receive a breakthrough. The devil told you you couldn't go to school. You don't have the money. You don't have the intelligence. The devil is a liar. That curse breaks now. That curse breaks now. That curse breaks now. I speak provision over your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Young people that seek God. Young people that seek God. Seek ye first. We're getting ready to come and pray. If you need to be baptized, I want you to let me know. Let us know when we come to pray for you. If you want the Holy Ghost, let us know when we come to pray for you. If you want healing, let us know when we come to pray for you. If you want God to work in your family, let us know when we come to pray for you. As a matter of fact, I don't want you looking at me right now. I want you to get your focus and look to God right now. Help me help you. Close your eyes, young people. Close your eyes. 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 I need you to call Jesus. Call Jesus. Call Jesus. He's a father to the fatherless. He's a mother to the motherless. He's a healer to the broken. He's a compass to the lost. He's a wheel in the middle of the wheel. He is your father and your friend. And the Holy Spirit is about to be poured out afresh. I feel a fresh anointing upon you young people. This is the day of the shift. The Lord has never shifted me in a message like that before. There's something powerful. There's something powerful that's about to happen. You're going to go out this week and God is going to perform miracles, signs, and wonders. I know the older folks get it, but I'm believing God for a generation of young people that will believe God that in their lives they'll see miracles, signs, and wonders. I want you to declare it in Jesus' name. I believe God for miracles. I believe God for signs. I believe God for wonders. I'm in your hands, God. Do with me what you want. We're coming to pray now. Break every chain, 